Hi there. You're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 137. All told, it is an absolutely perfect time for you to be getting visibility and increasing your sales. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Hi there. It's Sue, and thank you for joining me on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. If you're a gifter, baker, crafter, or maker, and you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, here is where you'll find insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And if you want even more Gift Biz motivation, I'd like to invite you to join our private Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. Pursuing your dreams should be fun, exciting, and rewarding, not stressful and scary. When you join the breeze, it's like sitting in the park with friends who bring you all the support and the answers that you need. You'll have access to a group of amazing creators along with tools and resources that can catapult your business growth. To join the group, just go over to giftbizbreeze.com. I look forward to seeing you over there, but for now, let's get on to the show. Okay, but not so fast. I have one more thing I want to tell you before we start the show. If you are fortunate enough to be listening to this podcast when it goes live, so the last week of November and next week, I want to make sure that you guys know I have a super special holiday gift that I'm going to be offering only people who have connected with me in 2017. And you don't want to miss it. Truly, people are telling me, Sue, why are you offering such a generous gift? And I don't know, I guess I'm just in the holiday spirit. So make sure you don't miss out. Join the group. And again, that link is giftbizbreeze.com. In addition to my gift, there's also the holiday product showcase happening over there. I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end of this episode. Now, let's get on to the show. So, Gift Biz listeners, I have a little bit of a surprise here for you today. It is me behind the mic talking with you, not another guest. I'm going to be your guest for today. And you're going to hear me appearing solo behind the mic a lot in the future. I've heard from many of you that you would like me to share more information directly on the podcast, things that we've brought up in either the Facebook groups or when I'm one-on-one on phone calls with some of you, you've said, you know, these would be good topics for your podcast. So I've taken that to heart. And yes, I am going to still interview people with businesses because I think the information that they share is so valuable. They have experiences that we all can learn from, different perspectives, etc. So I don't want to lose that with this show. But I'm also going to come on from time to time, just solo, sharing some things that I'm hearing you guys are struggling with or things that are pertinent for the time. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about right now. If you're listening live, as these next two broadcasts are going live in real time, we're smack in the middle of holidays 2017. And within our businesses, holidays are so important. In the retail industry, everyone talks about fourth quarter, and fourth quarter can make or break your year. If you have been struggling up to this point, fourth quarter is where you can catch up. If you've been going strong, you can even catapult that further in your fourth quarter. So all important time for all of us right now. 
And what I want to talk to you about today is five ways to extend your holiday sales and all the effort and all the activity that's happening into the future as well. So we're going to cover that in this episode. And then I also have another holiday focused episode for you next week. So stay tuned for that one as well. But let's get on to these five ways to extend your holiday sales. The really cool thing about the holiday is there's a mindset out there on the consumer's part of giving. Certainly spiritual giving, being around friends and family, all of that. But we can't discount the fact that our holiday has turned to be much more materialistic. People are opening their wallets and they're spending money and they plan to spend that money. So why shouldn't you be one who is a recipient of that? It's a great opportunity for you to show your products, to get exposure because people are focused outward on where can I find that perfect gift for all their different people on the list. So great opportunities now. Also, on the corporate end, if you're a company that's really focused on corporate accounts, this is also a great opportunity because businesses will budget for holiday gifts. Financial institutions, services, all of that all have budgets or maybe you need to tell them that they need to have some money set aside for holiday gifting. So they're needing gifts, they have deadlines from which to get the gifts, and they're looking for what options are out there. All told, it is an absolutely perfect time for you to be getting visibility and increasing your sales. So the groundwork could not be more perfect. Let's talk about what you do with this opportunity. How can you make the most of it for this year and also years in the future? I'm thinking all of you are at different stages. Maybe some of you haven't really thought about the holidays as an extra special time when you should be promoting and you're just going through your routine as usual. Some of you guys may go all out. You may have promotional materials put together right away and you've been out already hitting the pavement with advertising and networking, all of that. So I want to approach this from all different levels. No matter where you're starting, don't worry, but here are the steps that you should be taking starting from wherever you are right now. Step number one is document. So as I was just saying, whether you already have a formal plan this year or not, you can start right now documenting the types of things that you're doing to attract your customers. Let me give you a few examples of what those might be. Perhaps you're attending networking events. This might have been something that you've been doing all year, but now you're specifically talking holidays. Local events in your area, you might have hot chocolate block parties with the Santa sleigh coming through and you are promoting at those. Hopefully, you're also promoting in social media. Maybe you're participating in a holiday-focused craft fair. If you are already emailing your list, I'm quite sure you have some emails set up and ready to go for promoting your business to current customers or prospects through email. Possibly you're doing a holiday open house or you're doing more traditional advertising, print, radio, television. Whatever you're doing, take out a sheet of paper and write down even if it's the most basic thing, specifically what you're doing this year, what different points. I'm guessing you're not doing all of the things that I just covered, but what are you doing? Write it down on a blank piece of paper, and this then becomes your baseline. Better yet, I've made a planner for you. It's called the Holiday Promo Planner, and you can get your hands on it by going to giftbizunwrapped forward slash 137. 
Then we move into point number two, which is analyze. Take the points on your piece of paper, the different things that you've documented that you're doing to capture business. What you're going to want to do as you move through this season now is analyze these specific tasks in three different ways. The first one is going to be sales. What type of sales did you actually get? So these are the results. What type of sales did you actually get from networking events or from your social media posts or that weekend at the craft show, etc.? You want to start to allocate a specific dollar amount of your sales and how it's coming in. Then the other thing you want to do is analyze how much time each of those activities took. If you're at a craft show, clearly it's going to be a whole weekend worth of time. There's prep before the craft show, set up and there's tear down, all of that type of thing. So it's a lot of time, but it also can be a lot of dollars in return. Or it could be a lot of time and really all told, it didn't equate it to that much sales. Those are some different things that you can analyze. The third thing that you want to analyze is cost. What was your initial expense out there to participate in an activity? For example, if you're doing something like email marketing, it's taking more of your time, but you probably already have an email provider. It's something that you're doing regularly throughout the year. So your cost wasn't that great, but your time was greater because you had to prepare the emails. What is the comparison of your cost versus your time? And I actually like the idea of making this as a scale on one to five for each activity. How heavy was it in terms of a time commitment and how heavy was it in terms of a cost commitment? So let's summarize here a little bit under this point two, which was analyze. You want to analyze each of your tasks that you're doing to bring in sales against what actually was the dollar value that came in from that activity. How much time did that activity take? And then how much did it cost? It's okay if it's a big time intensive event, as long as it produces sales for you and a lot of sales. Or let's say you have something that was a really time intensive event and nothing, zero. Okay, you want to document all of that. So that was number two. Then number three is a category that I call adjustments. Here's where you want to learn from this year and figure out how you can improve next year. And I call this kind of document now, revise later. All you want to be doing at this point is capturing in the moment thoughts that you have. Now, I know during the holidays, there's so much going on. You're filling orders, you're talking with customers, you're dealing with issues and questions and inventory and all of those types of things. And as you're going throughout your day, all of a sudden it might be, oh my gosh, this is something I'm going to adjust for next year. But how often do you really remember later that this is actually something that you should change? Most of the time we're so caught up in our hectic days that it doesn't happen. We don't capture the ideas so that we can do better in the future. So this is what I want you to consciously think about and jot down as you're going throughout your holiday. I want you taking notes. If it was a networking event and you feel like, you know what, I just, my introduction message, i.e. elevator speech, just didn't go the way I wanted, then document that down. I need to change my elevator speech to be a stronger call to action during the holiday season or whatever your comments are. But you want to capture that again in the moment. 
what is it possibly that's in your system for the holidays that's a little clunky or it's cumbersome? It's just not streamlining the way you would need it to to be as efficient as you possibly can. Now, you may be saying to yourself, Sue... I have none of that. I have no ideas. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have nothing to document. That's probably the case because you're so busy in motion. Motion promotes momentum, which promotes more motion, right? So you just keep going activity-wise and don't necessarily stop and think. However, now that we've talked about this, I think you will. If you consciously are looking while you're going through your days and looking at things with the eye and the thought now that you want to change it later or you want to note it at some point, I think you'll see that some things will come up. Let me give you some ideas of the types of things to look for. As you're going through these next few days, and actually I guess I say few weeks until the holiday season is over, what products are selling the best? And Which ones aren't selling? What design of yours, the necklace designs or the gift baskets or the cupcake themes, what's really selling really, really well and which ones aren't? We don't always get it right. Sometimes we're surprised. There's a theme that we think is going to be so right on and it just doesn't move. Make note of it. Don't trust that you're going to remember this later. Okay, so make note of that. Do you have enough help in the store? If you're a brick and mortar shop and you did staff up for the holidays, did you land it and get exactly the amount of employees that you needed in to cover the holiday? Or would you make some adjustments there? Again, mark that down. Just make some little notes to yourself. This doesn't have to be beautiful. You want to just make notes. Were there certain displays when people walk into a store, certain ways that you've displayed, certain tables? Maybe it's the positioning of how you restructure the shop. What is it that's attracting people? And this is a great thing to even ask your employees to notice. When people are coming into the store, they enter into the door and we welcome them in. What's their behavior right after they walk in the door? What displays are they going right to? Or what product lines are they going right to? That is interesting information for you to use strategically as you move forward. Also look at what price points are working best. Every product in every market has a certain price point that just kind of jives with the customer. And also throughout the holiday season, like at the very end, especially those last days before Christmas, people are almost ready to buy anything because they just need that gift. So it doesn't even matter if it's on sale. They just need the gift. But beforehand, what types of things? Is it a really cute nail and lotion and polish combo that just seems to land it because it's the perfect stocking stuffer? You get my point here. What is it that's moving the best? Here's another one. What don't you have that people were asking for? This is a gold mine. If people are walking into the shop and they're specifically asking for something and you don't have it, it's a great opportunity for you to stock and add that into your line for next year. Maybe it's something like gluten-free, whatever. That's a big deal right now. So I'm not sure exactly what it might be for your different various products, but you see what I'm talking about with that. The other thing, do you have a way to capture customers' emails and is it working? This is not the topic right now for this podcast, but emails are everything. They are so much more important even than how many people like your Facebook page, any of that social media stuff. If you have captured someone's email, that is a huge present that you have received on behalf of a customer or prospect. 
So don't miss any opportunities to be capturing emails. If you're out at a craft show, have somewhere at the booth where people can drop in their emails. Maybe it's a little raffle for a free product. Maybe sign up so you know about our specials in the future, whatever it is. Something creative and fun for them to give you an email in exchange for some type of value that they'd be able to get. And if you're asking for it, again, is it working? We find a lot now, I mean, people are pretty wise about emails. They get that if they're giving you their email, they're probably going to be marketed to. So whatever you're doing to attract and be requesting that email, it's got to be something that's valuable to them, right? So whatever you're doing, is it working? Are people actually buying in and giving you the emails? If not, you don't need to change it right then and there. None of these things that you're documenting are necessarily something that you're going to change this year. You're, again, you're taking notes for next year to be better and better each year. One other final idea, how timely and efficient are all of you in your shop or in online orders, whatever it is, filling orders and getting them out? How fast is everybody at checkout getting customers out the door? Do you have people standing in line with their purchases waiting to be able to be checked out and packaged and all? That's a potential place where you could lose business. So you want to be as efficient as possible. And if you're recognizing that you have a little bit of a glitch there, what can you do to clean that up? And maybe you'll have some ideas. Again, just jot them down. It's not bad to have just a notebook behind the counter, a notebook on your desk with pens at an office if you're online or you're working out of your house. Just jot things down randomly as they go because, again, you don't want to lose the point. Thoughts can be so fleeting. So make sure to capture it down. The other thing in terms of adjustments is once the holiday season is over, almost right away after that holiday season is over, you should plan a debrief. Ideally, if you have a team, you bring in your team and you all debrief all of your notes. Maybe you're the one only taking notes. If you have a team, they're going to see things and have ideas too. So I would suggest you get ideas from everybody. Have everybody observing right now, right away. And then debrief. And the debrief would be, what have we done right? What have we done wrong overall? And then getting into some of these specific points. You can highlight and summarize things that you can be doing differently for next year. For example, what types of promotions or sales did you do that really brought in the business, that you really saw a jump in activity when you did this particular promotion? That would be something to document. What types of improvements can you make? Or Was there another promotion in town that you thought was really cool that you could use as inspiration for a new type of idea that you could bring in and model in your shop for next year? What activities should you drop because they just weren't working? This is a great place to go and look back in what I was calling point two, analyze. What activities took so much time to put together or you just didn't like doing and really didn't move the needle that much, didn't produce that many sales? That's something that you want to mark down that you want to sub out for next year. That's something that you're not going to do next year. And is there anything that you'd like to test? Something new, something different that is totally, I don't know, you saw it somewhere else or you saw it on TV or whatever, but something new that you want to try next year that is just a random idea. You don't have to totally build out the promotion at that time, but you want to jot down the idea. 
Now, this sounds a little funny, but what you do at this point, so this is now the end of the holiday season. What you've done thus far is you've gone through three of my five steps. And for me to summarize up to this point, you've documented what activities you're doing for the year. Then you're analyzing the activities in terms of sales, how much time that activity took, and how much it cost to do that activity. And then you've gone through adjustments. You've made notes on what types of things are working, what isn't, in a very detailed way, as I've already been explaining. And then you do a debrief. And then you shut down, close it up, put it in a file, and put it away. You have a lot of good information, but now it's time to move on with your goals for the first half of the year. Moving on to step four then, it comes to be holiday planning time. And I'm suggesting to all of you, I don't know if everybody does it. I think everyone knows they should, but I don't think everyone starts really as early as this, but you should. In July or August, you're going to want to pull out your notes. Depending on your industry, this is the time you start going to market and checking out the products. You might have even been doing it earlier already, checking out what products you're going to carry. But now is the time to create your holiday marketing plan and your look, because remember all of those notes you took six months prior? These are what you're going to pull out, and these you can use now as a base to create your plan moving forward. I am going to put a stake in the ground and suggest that my guess is almost everybody here just starts a holiday all the way from a blank piece of paper again. And what you're losing in the process when you do it that way is all of the learning, all of the analysis, if you've done the analysis, of what happened last year, all of that history that is nobody else's history but yours, which makes it even more valuable. It's your business, it's your product, it's your customer base, it's your promotion style. And so if you can take the information that you've already gathered, analyze it, and then enhance it for the next year, do more of what's worked, eliminate the things that didn't work, and add on new creative ideas that could work that you're going to analyze to move forward, you are enhancing your success for the next year. And of course, then it builds upon itself year over year. So back to this holiday planning time. So here's where you'll make the plan and you'll start from the beginning. You'll document, write down exactly what your plan is going to be. And you're going to take it from the top, which is really the fifth step, repeat. You're going to go through all these steps again for the next holiday season. And by doing that, when you repeat and repeat, you're building and adding upon successes, reducing failures, and sales increase in that manner. Now, I have to say also, there will be some things year over year. One year it works really well, and another year it doesn't work so well. If there is a huge toy that is the toy of the season and you happen to carry it, that's a time-restricted sale opportunity, right? So in terms of promotions, you need to think of that too. Just because it works one year doesn't mean it's absolutely going to replicate itself next year by exact detail, by specific product in my example. But it can by theory and by strategy. What's the next big exciting product of the year? Does it align with your business and should you be bringing it in? Okay, so that's all part of the holiday planning. 
And this way you're not starting off just with a blank sheet of paper like so, so many of us are guilty of doing. Hand is raised on my end. I know I've done it too. But with this knowledge, you can keep what's worked, change what didn't, and then evaluate and continue having a stronger and stronger season all around as you move forward. So again, to summarize, my steps are number one, document what you're doing. Number two, analyze against sales, time, and cost. Number three is make adjustments. So you want to take notes throughout the whole season. See what's working, see what's not, capture new ideas along the way, and schedule and debrief. Then after that, close everything up in the middle of the summer. Point number four comes up, which is holiday planning time. Look at all these notes, create your new plan, and then number five, repeat. Do it all the way over again. I have used this example several times in my businesses, and I've got to tell you, the results are that the very first time it's a lot of documentation, it's a different mindset in terms of you're already busy, you're already going through this hectic holiday season, but there are so many ideas that come up that we never would have remembered before. Also, it's kind of calming because through the holiday season, if something's not working, even employees can say, you know what, Eh, we're not doing this again next year, and they'll make a note. And it seems like then it's a little easier to go through it this year because it's already in place. You're sticking with the plan, but you know it's going to be next for the following year. And then it also energizes employees or yourself because you're always looking for new ideas that you'll be able to institute next year. My results continued to also be that year after year after year, my holidays were better because I was working off of information that is my own example. As I was saying before, with my own company, my own product, and my own customer base. So if you're going to take advice from anybody, why not look at what's been working for you with your exact customer base versus anybody else's? Honestly and truly, you guys, I am hoping that you'll go out and use this strategy. It works so well, and now is the time absolutely to do it. It's never too late to start. Even if, let's say you're listening to this, and it's almost up to the Christmas holiday season, even if you just get a couple of days of input, you can have all of the things that you did to capture business, but even if you only have a couple of days of going through this, it's better than nothing. And if you're listening to this, I don't know, let's say in March or April, so start it for the next year, because believe me, compounding this experience year over year makes your holiday season easier, enhances your sales and sets you up for a better holiday season for next year. So those are my five ways to extend your holiday sales. Remember, I've made a planner for you so you don't have to start from scratch and you can get that over at giftbizunwrap.com forward slash 137. Next week, we are going to be talking about another holiday focused topic and that is what do you do for the holidays for your own customers. We've just talked about, well, how do you get sales in? How do you provide product for other people, be it individual customers or corporations? Let's go back to what should you be doing and how do you make sure you don't break the bank for the gifts that you should be sending out as a business owner? All talking about business, not necessarily personal on that. So that's going to be up next week. And I look forward to sharing all that with you. I also look forward to being behind the mic like this. It's kind of fun. 
I hope you guys are all liking it too. I'd be very interested in your comments and your thoughts on this. Feel free to leave that in the show notes over at Gift Biz Unwrapped. And also, I just want to make note that we are right in the middle of helping you promote your holiday business. This could be actually something that you could put under the document stage. Over in our Gift Biz group, which is called Gift Biz Breeze, we're doing a special holiday product showcase where you can promote your products to our audience. We're all looking for holiday gifts, right? Why aren't we supporting each other? Well, we are there. So I'd love to see you join, participate in that. To get all the information, just jump over to my Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a private group, but you are certainly more than welcome to join in the fun with us there. So I hope to see you there. All right, everybody, that's a wrap for today. And go out there, sell some business, and make this fourth quarter holiday season the very best it can be. I'll catch you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Today's show is sponsored by The Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. After you listen to the show, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to jump over and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get the newest episodes when they go live. And thank you to those who have already left a rating and review. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing, you help to increase the visibility of Gift Biz Unwrapped. It's a great way to pay it forward to help others with their entrepreneurial journey as well.